0: Of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage studio, it's the Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm Ramsey personality George Campbell, joined this hour by Dr. John Deloney, and we are taking your calls about life, money, relationships, the pursuit of happiness—you name it. 888-825 5225 is the number to call. And by the way, if you are a longtime listener of the show or you've been listening for a day and you love it, we would so appreciate you subscribing to the show wherever you're listening, follow, leave a review, and share it with a friend. We want to spread the impact of the show and inspire more people to debt freedom, to relational freedom, you name it. All it takes is a subscribe, a follow, a share, and that's all free to you. All right, let's get to the phones this hour. Uh, Kari joins us in Pensacola, Florida to kick it off. Kari, welcome to the show. Hey there,
1: how are you guys doing today?
0: We're doing great. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. How can we help? So I listen to you guys' show um, frequently. I stopped listening for a while because I've been... um, I kind of listen to nothing in the car. But neither here nor there. I am thinking about, like, wanting to buy a home next year. Like, um, my lease is up in March, and I live in an apartment, a two-bedroom apartment. It's pretty nice, but I pay mortgage rates for it. But I just don't feel like I'm in the position to buy wine, you know, with, like, having the 20K in the bank, perfect credit score, all that jazz. So I just wanted some advice on that, and how to like get more money out of what you're doing in life. Like, if you don't want to switch jobs, but like, you how to like you know grow grow your money and get more out of your money.
0: Okay. That's well, tell. number one, I just want to squash the fallacy and the myth that that renting is a sin and that you should always be a homeowner and that mortgage, your mortgage could be the same as the rent. And it just doesn't work like that. In reality, there's so much other things to think about when it comes to being a homeowner. And there's so much more risk. And there's so much more that's on you instead of the landlord. And so I want to encourage you that you don't need to go be a homeowner tomorrow if you're not ready. That's in fact, the worst thing you can do for your financial future. So let's talk about where you're at today and how we can get you to becoming a homeowner sooner. What, what are you doing for work right now?
1: I'm a vendor full time and i um, also on the side. I'm a brand ambassador. You're a what? On the side? A brand ambassador. A uh, brand ambassador.
0: Okay. And oh, what
2: brand. I thought you said <laughs> a brain. brain. That's okay. different. Brand <laughs> ambassador.
0: All right. And what is your income?
1: About last year, I made about 55, 57 a year, but okay. I'm single, so then that's often my main job, and then I have like four, three or four jobs, and then I do my side job.
0: Wow. So how many hours are you working a week?
1: I work like seven days a week right now. I work like crazy, but the good thing is with my main job, I can like make my schedule, and I kind of have flexibility, and so I, I, it's all in one. I just... You know, do my job, and then I'll pick up, like, gigs and events when I can. And some are high-paid, some are low-paid. It just depends. And then I work part-time at OA and then I do, like, some other stuff, too.
0: And what are you doing all of this for? Because it sounds like you're really driven. You're working really hard. What are you doing all of this for? What's the end goal?
1: So I can make good salary of $60,000 a year.
0: Okay, because my question you know, is, OA could you more. work 40 hours a week at a full-time job making 60? By the way, the yeah, answer is yes. I mean, to that, that was rhetorical. The answer is yes.
1: Yeah, but I still wouldn't stop doing side jobs. And That's fine. I don't want to ask my employer for more. I mean, I love my job. What I do, I get paid holidays. I get four hundred one k. Get to make my own schedule. Don't have to work weekends. So it's like when I'm done with work, I can pick up a second job. Cool. You know, and you know, so, you know, go work and make money. And hold stuff.
2: on, George. Before you hop in there, like I want, I want to just press on that, and then I'm going to let George talk to you about the math here. The way you just described that was incredible because you're trading a like a, a stress free job. I can pick. I don't have to work the weekends. I can uh, don't have to work holidays. I got a 401k. Great. So I'm gonna choose to make less money and have a stressful full time job, so that I've got enough room to go hustle and grind on the weekends and in the evening and make more money over here.
1: Yeah, luckily
2: I don't have to work nights now. I just work weekends. Just just, Just weekends. So let me tell you, if you're going to make $60,000, you're going to make $75,000, you're going to make $100,000, here's what I'm hearing. As somebody who's hired a whole bunch of people throughout my career, I want someone like you on my team. And depending on the job, I would pay you more than you're making right now. Because I can see that you work really hard and that you're committed and you will get the job done. The only person who doesn't believe in that equation right now is you. And so you're trading what feels like a simple, low stress day job for the privilege of now working all of your weekends instead of saying, okay, I want to go make 60 or 75,000 bucks. People who make 60 or $75,000 earn 60 or $75,000. They work hard. They work really hard and they put their time in and just because they're making 65 or 75,000 doesn't mean that, uh, let me say this, I'd rather work the day before Christmas once a year than every weekend of the year, right? And so you're making a trade, whether you think you are or not, and I want you to hear George and I say, we think you're worth more than you're allowing yourself to be paid right now. Okay. Okay, so George, that's not all why you right. called. I just want, just want to give you that shout out.
0: Okay, before we run out of time, how much debt do you have?
1: <laughs> okay, so my debt, I, it's, it's probably like five to $10,000. It's really low. I'm paying all my college funds and just like some credit cards and stuff.
0: So you got credit and cards and student car, loans?
1: Yeah, and then my car, I just bought a 2017 Infiniti last year and my name and everything, and the engine went out on it. Mm. So I had to like... <laughs> do this whole thing and get a new car and everything so right now i'm just working on you know raising that and getting that great credit score get my
3: expense account and have no 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 no
0: there. we're we're chasing the wrong things Kari. we want to run away from everything culture has told you to do because it got you to where you are yes, today sir. you did everything culture okay. told you to do didn't you uh-huh you worked hard you got your yes. credit score up you got the payments you could afford you got a side hustle and here we are today, stressed, feeling like we're not making traction. You're not closer to homeownership than you were yesterday. And so here's what I want you to do. Forget about the credit score because it's only important if you're going to take on more debt. And when it comes to the mortgage, which is the one where you go, well, how am I going to get a house? There's a process called manual underwriting to where if you don't have a credit score, you can do a no score loan through manual underwriting. I did it myself. This is not theory. This is not unicorn mythical stuff. This is stuff you can do if you have a strong down payment. So I want you to get rid of all this debt. Do you have any money in the bank?
1: Um, Right now, at the end of the month, I only have like $1,000 in the bank. And that's the thing. I mean, I pay all my bills myself and, you know, and you know my you know when i as being a single mom and I need help, I'll, you know, I'll get financial help. But, you well, know,
0: where, we want to give you one next step you can take and that is Financial Peace University. Watch all nine video lessons. I'll include every dollar with that, our budgeting tools so that you can start mapping out a plan for every single one of those dollars you're working so hard for and put it to use by paying off this debt, building up a fully funded emergency fund, and then we can start talking about saving up a down payment and becoming a homeowner.
2: I'm also going to give you Paycheck to Purpose and Ken Coleman's Get Clear assessment so you can find a new job, one that will pay you what you are That's worth. That's
0: the full kit and caboodle right there. All four of those things. Hang on the line. Austin's going to pick up and we'll gift you with that to kickstart this new life. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr. John Deloney, and we are taking your calls at 888-825-5225. All about your life, your money, your relationships, boundaries, mental health, you name it, Dr. John is a specialist in that category. John, what kind of calls are you getting on the Dr. John Deloney Show these days? What's the What are the topics? Is there a theme you're saying? Uh, it's
2: everything from parenting to marriage challenges. This time of year, it's always... Family, boundary, family issues. boundary issues and how do we do Christmas and how do we do Thanksgiving and mm. things like that. And then there's just the my kids got ADHD or autism and I don't know what to do next. And so it's it just runs the gamut.
0: I love it. Well, it's a great show. You're doing great Thanks. work over there. Really diving deep with callers, long-form calls, and people are loving it. So be sure to check that out. If you enjoy The Ramsey Show, you will enjoy The Dr. John Deloney Show. It's all on the Ramsey Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, Caden joins us up next in Columbus, Ohio. Caden, welcome to the show.
4: Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. What's going on with you?
4: Um, So I was just wondering about some practical next steps that I could take. Um, I'm pretty young. I'm 18 years old. And I've just had like hurdle after hurdle in my financial, uh, life, I guess. Um, I, back in September, my car was totaled and then I'm not really getting paid much at my job. Um, I feel like I could be making more, don't have any debt. Um, and I just bought a bike as a resale investment and the engine is blown. And so all my money is wrapped up. I'm at, I'm at like square one right now,
0: like a hundred bucks. What are you making at your current job? Um, twenty. Why are you only making twenty?
4: Um,
0: that's minimum I wage. If, so, if that,
4: um, yeah. So it it's just a little bit of a complicated situation. But I'm working for a family owned company. It's a small company. We make a bunch of like um aftermarket parts for quads, like suspension a arms. We used to make swing arms. We also make uh roll cages, bumpers, arms and stuff like that. Is so this full time? I feel like it could be. It is full time. Yeah. Are you making any money? Uh, my take home is about six hundred thirty bucks a week. Dude, always,
0: you can't live on, on average. That. Yeah, you need to go find a new job yesterday. I know it's your family, and I know that
2: you're getting. They're telling you you get good experience, one day this will all be yours. But you're not making enough money, man. What is
4: that?
0: You're not making enough money. You got to go find another job. Mm-hmm. Do you not believe you can make more elsewhere tomorrow? Um. I mean, the reason why I'm still
4: with the company, um, it's a family-owned company, but not by my family. Um, and the reason why I'm still with the company is because um, I believe that there would be something better there. And so I was actually working a second job uh, with my family, uh, Donato's actually, And but that was too much because I was doing like 100-hour weeks and stuff like that, but yeah. How old are so, you? 18.
0: What do you want to be doing at 22.
4: At 22, um, I would like to be married. Uh, what do you want I, to do career-wise? Career-wise, career um, TIG welding. So I'm actually, I, I TIG weld on all these parts.
0: Did you go to trade school for that, or did you just learn on the fly?
4: Uh, I went to trade school. So
0: why not get a welding no, job graduated. full-time? Yeah, do you have
4: all and your licensures and everything? Yeah, I actually graduated top of the class at Marion.
2: So, dude, what are you doing, man? I've got a buddy who's a welder, and he laughs at my paychecks. <laughs> he's, like He's doing quite well. Are there no welding jobs in your community? Uh, Not, not immediately around me, no. Have you checked? So
4: Have you I, I called actually, every welder
0: in town and said, hey, I graduated top of the class, I'd love to work for you?
2: Or call your college back mm-hmm. and say, hey, I want to talk to the career services group.
5: Hmm. Caden, yeah. what
0: I'm hearing is a uh, guy who 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 had who got punched in the face a few times and now doesn't think he's worth anything and is like, well, uh, maybe eventually something will happen. Like, you're you're just like a passive person in the story of your life, and I want you to believe that you're a main character and that you have some control. And right now it feels like you're just waiting for the next big thing to happen. Yeah. So I think you need to take a big step because you lost the wind in your sails, man. And that step is, I'm going to go believe in Caden and go find another job that pays me what I'm worth so that I can get ahead financially. Part of the reason you're calling in saying I can't get ahead financially is because you're barely making ends meet, making 600 bucks a month. Oh uh, Well, it is
4: 600 bucks a week, but I mean, it's...
2: 2400
0: bucks
4: a month,
2: yeah.
0: And you have yeah. no debt, and you're still not feeling like you can have traction. And so you need to find something where you get paid double or triple what you're making now. Uh, so that you can hit your financial goals. I'm sure you want to be a homeowner one day, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to have a big pile of money in the bank, an emergency fund, yep. and you have other goals, things you want to do. I'll also tell you,
2: man, you're not in a position at 18. I know, dude, I I, I have Instagram too. And George, I don't know how TikTok works, but George shows me his, the, how the TikToks. I know there's 18 and 19-year-olds all over it talking about, bro, this is your way to... the you got, dude, you got to stop buying projects and flips and I'm going to buy this bike. I'm going to flip it for this. Dude, just take the boring route. Take the boring, smart route that has helped millions and millions of people build financial security, man. And it, it, just don't overthink it and don't over, um, but like George mentioned, man, you, you want, you're, you're trying to be safe and I've got this job and it's just cool. And I work a par- uh, with my parents and it's cool but I'm just not getting anywhere. Well, then you got to change something. You got to change something. And money only works two ways. You can make more of it or you can spend less of it. That's about it. In fact, that is it, right? And so if you're not spending more, then you got to earn more. So go, go
0: get it, man. Just go get it, go get it, go get it. Yeah, we're cheering you on, man. Thanks for the call. All right, our blinds.com question of the day is upon us. Their 100% satisfaction guarantee means even if you mismeasure, you pick the wrong color, they'll remake your blinds for free. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Make sure to use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best deal.
2: All right, today's question comes from Mike in Delaware. Mike writes, I have extremely loving and gracious parents. Oh, boy. My parents are offering to upgrade my roof, but I'm afraid of the strings that may come with it later in my life. Wise Mike. Wise Mike. The reason for my hesitation is my mother's loose tongue. Wow. She makes snide comments from time to time, which makes me not want her assistance. I don't need a new roof yet, but recognize I am very fortunate to have parents that are in a position to help me. How should I go about this? Should I accept a gift or keep my nobility and save up for next summer when I can pay for a roof on my own. I don't think taking a gift from your parents is has anything to do with nobility. I think that is your way of talking yourself, of giving yourself permission to not be in business with your parents. And when you take money from them, you are in business with your parents. And your mom sounds like she um, pays a fee For permission to speak into your life. And you get to no longer do business with her. I would not, George. I wouldn't take this money. I would say, hey, thanks. Nope, I'm grown up. I bought my own house. I am going to save up and pay for my own roof. By the way, I don't even need one right now. You don't have to be ugly about it. You don't have to be rude about it. Um, But you know, you've, you've dealt with this your whole life, Mike. Your whole life you've dealt with this. Mom helps you out with something and then she just has to berate you about it. Man, at some point, yeah. I'm growing up. I'm not taking their money anymore. I'm still going to love them. still going to go to lunch with them on Sundays. That's great. I'm just not taking your money anymore.
0: Yeah, I would listen to that hesitation that you have. That's your gut. That is wisdom. And I think this is just pure resentment down the road, one way or the other, if you do take this thing, because you already uh, are, are you're not, the spirit of this doesn't feel right to you. And I'm going to listen to that and say, you know what? I'm going to get myself in a position where I have the money in the bank to cover the roof. I'm going to say mom dad love you guys thank you so much for offering uh but i got this one
2: and there's something symbolic i mean maybe fixing the carpet or air
0: conditioner or something there's something
2: about the roof because there's just always that line well i'm putting still putting a roof over your head and there's just something about they're
0: literally putting a roof over your head as an adult
2: that gives me that gives me the indigestions and the gases not quite the hemorrhoids but it gives me the gas and I, I just, Mike, pay for it yourself, man. Pay yeah. for it yourself.
0: I don't want the strings attached. I'm no puppet. Yep. All right. Thanks for the question, Mike. It's a good one. A lot, especially with all the boundary issues happening around the holidays. Now's the time to stand your ground and say no, and do it lovingly, but do it firmly. More of your calls coming up. Triple eight eight two five five two two five. This is the Ramsey Show. You're listening to the Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell. Joined this hour by Dr. John DeLoney, and on the debt-free stage in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions, Philip and Bethany join us. How are you guys? Great. Good. How Hi. are you? What a beautiful couple. Where are you guys from? Uh,
3: Jasper, Indiana. Mm-hmm.
0: Wonderful. And you're here to do the debt-free scream. How much Absolutely. did you pay
3: off? Uh, right around $174,000. Whoa. Okay. And how long did that take? Uh, it took us about four years and ten months. Okay, and what was the range of income during that time? Um starting out we were right around 95,000 and then when we ended uh we were around 150,000. Love it. What do you guys do for a living? Uh I am a automotive technician at a Chevrolet and Cadillac dealership and, and
6: I work at a local uh bank to us in the insurance department. Awesome. Yeah.
3: Well,
0: we're so glad you can make it and celebrate with us. What kind of debt was the $174? <laughs>
3: uh, just about uh, everything. Yes. Yeah, We had some small credit cards, personal loans. Uh, what else? We had a debt on a piece of property that we hope to build a house on someday, we had um, that felt so right to buy at the time. It did. We had it to really have it.
6: did. There it was, really did.
3: Uh, <laughs> it was the only one like it. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, and this uh, is
2: this is for us in the
3: yeah. future. Yeah. In the, this the future. Is for future. We never get this opportunity yes. again. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yes. Yeah. They, this opportunity will never come again. No. You're right. That's exactly oh. what we told no. ourselves. Well no. played. And uh, no. let's see, we owed. Um, my father-in-law, her dad, Ooh. sixty-four thousand dollars for a, a so home remodel. So if that remodel. doesn't motivate you, yeah. I
6: don't know what. To yeah. do. Dude, you
3: owed him money and you were kissing his daughter, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, that yeah. Next holiday's ex- not yeah. great. What was sixty-four
0: thousand for?
3: Uh, a home remodel. Oh, yeah, a home remodel. And uh, but then we also paid that home off, so we paid our mortgage off.
0: Whoa! Yay! Wow. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Way to yeah. bury the lead
0: there. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. Right. Yeah.
2: Hey, I don't know, man. I think there's something. <laughs> I, I haven't been on on this. I haven't been on this journey. Mm-hmm. I can imagine the check you wrote to your father-in-law felt better than the one you wrote to your mortgage company. Uh
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're yes. right. Yeah, yes. when when we wrote him the last check, because he he was our he was our largest debt. Okay. Um, other than our mortgage at the time, but he was the largest debt through Baby Step Two. And when we wrote that check, it was pretty emotional. Yeah. And and you don't have to give him credit because he did not harp on us. I mean, we owed him money for for probably well over 12 months yeah over a year and um you know he never brought it up never made it awkward we just kept writing the checks for as much as we could every month awesome got it taken care of and when
6: we went to pay our mortgage off we just went to the bank and then we went home and like i mowed the grass grass and i made dinner (laughs) so it was like kind of like another day yes when you pay
2: off dad you're weeping the whole way (laughs) home and you're hugging and then yeah yeah Dinner. yeah right, i'm gonna
0: go yes. wow yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and now uh christmas dinner yeah. is gonna be a lot more pleasant that's right yeah because you're not in the back of your mind going i know he's thinking about the money we owe him
6: right he's looking at
3: my new shirt and he's yes, thinking
6: he's like you oh, owe me so money you just go buy yeah. a shirt
3: but uh, yeah yeah fortunately <laughs> yes. neither one of her parents ever brought it up wow uh, how so long have you guys were been fortunate. married for 10 years almost
6: 10 years wow
3: mm-hmm. So about
0: five years into marriage, you guys are going, all right, we collected enough uh,
3: monopoly debt here. We got to clean this up. What happened? Yeah. Um, Well, in July of 2016, July 2016, so we we, we bought a a fairly older home, but we lived in it for quite a while. Um, And then July 2016, we started with some remodel plans. And if you could imagine how... (laughs) remodeling an old home goes there was a lot of unforeseen costs involved i told her that you know if when my father-in-law who was doing all the work on it if i had a dollar for every time he said well i didn't plan on this then we would have had that job paid oh. for because oh, there, you there was the money of, and he was the general yes, contractor yes yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah her dad owns a uh, uh, construction company so he did all the work yes. for him which is why we owed him all the money excellent <laughs> wow. wow so you know, we were kind of going through and we had some small debts, like I said, credit card, personal loans, but they were all manageable. They weren't really a problem. And as we were going through that remodel, we didn't really have any money. So, we just decided we were going to refinance our house, whatever that meant. It, that was somehow going to pay for all this, this this work that we were doing. So, we didn't really understand that at all. Uh, and then... And probably around October of 2016, he handed us a bill for (laughs) $46,000, and we had about $5,000 in their bank account. (laughs) So we knew uh, something was going to have to change.
6: And then I guess a blessing is in January, our church was hosting Financial Peace University. And so we signed up and...
0: And the rest, Been is, history. Ever the rest since. is history.
6: Yes. And yeah. you
0: guys had enough fire in your belly going, this was scary. Yes. Let's not have yeah. this happen yes. again. Yeah. When, yes. When he
3: handed you that bill, did he know you didn't have $46,000? Um, I think he had a good idea. We didn't have 46000 but, you know, <laughs> you we probably hoped we had more than five. So that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in between, But yeah. I mean, in,
3: in y'all's defense,
2: like, I've had work, I've had general contractors <laughs> out at my house this year. Mm hmm. We talked through what the final bill oh, would yeah. be. Mm-hmm. We did an awful job of that. <laughs> oh, it's just like, oh, yeah. I got you guys, I got yeah. you. Yeah.
0: We
6: somehow thought $5,000 that we had was going to like
0: yeah. <laughs> cover <laughs> all of it. that will cover it. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. No. Oh my goodness. No. So what was the hardest part on this journey? Because five, about five years, that's a long time to be just powering yeah. through this thing.
6: I think the hardest thing was just like, by the end of it I was like ready to just like pay the house off and I was like this is taking so long like <laughs> I just want it gone I just want it done so I think just like but I'm a very impatient person anyway <laughs> so I think that was the hardest part I mean because both of us I think were very like head down this is what we're doing you know like this is the plan we're sticking to the plan it was just like riding out that waiting period of
5: mm.
0: And it's another thing to add in the mortgage to yes. your, to the debt yeah. Yeah. too, and go. You know, let's just keep going. Yes. right.
6: Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wow. And
0: I think yeah. the hardest part for me was the part-time jobs.
6: Yeah, uh, that we too. hated that part-time too. Time
3: jobs. That what was, too. was the worst one. That you're like, I will never go near this one again. Uh we really did the same thing. We had a yeah. we had a part-time job cleaning offices after hours. Which, like,
6: that wasn't the bad part. It was just like such long days Could we would, because we would go there right after uh, our normal exhausted. job. exhausted, yeah. yeah. and we would be at this part-time job until nine o'clock and then get home and, you know, have to do all your normal, like, evening things. And so... And then get up
3: and just do it again. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Groundhog so, day. It's just, it's, exactly. It's not what so, we wanted to do with our time. Yeah. yeah. But because we were in debt... We, we did this we, to ourselves. We didn't get to say what we did with our time. <laughs> we yeah. had to go to work. Oh, yep. So,
6: so what's yeah. it
3: like when the checks deposit now and you don't
2: owe anybody anything? <laughs> <laughs> um... uh, i
6: don't know it's kind of crazy it's we really are just like okay well what do we do now i mean
3: yeah like it's
6: it's a really i mean it's a good feeling like just be like we literally owe nobody any money like
3: yep no one at all no
6: no
2: (laughs) i wish y'all could i want you to go back and watch this on youtube because you're smiling for so big (laughs)
6: yes (laughs) yes yes so yeah. what do you tell
3: yeah.
0: people the key to getting out of debt is? Because you guys did this stuff. I know there's another couple out there who's like, should we, shouldn't we? What is the key to actually getting this done?
6: I think just like you have to remember the feeling of like, like for me, whenever we, my, we got this bill of that we couldn't pay, I was like literally so scared and so afraid. Like, and I feel like you have to go back to that feeling of, like, I didn't like that feeling at all, and, you know, I'm never, like, I don't ever want to feel like that again, so, and then, um, yeah, I think just being scared and, like, how are we literally going to pay this, you know?
3: like You have to be tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the time, at the start, we were making fairly decent money, but somehow we were $86,000 in consumer debt and and, and with an $88,000 mortgage at the same time, and... um so, it definitely takes a it takes a budget and it yeah. takes a lot of hard work. It takes work. a
6: budget, and it, I mean, it's not fun at all times. But and now you're free! Yes. We're free! But now yeah. we are free! Yes, so, I love yes. it.
0: Well, we're celebrating you guys yes. uh, with the Live and Give box. You'll go home with that Thank today. You. It includes Thank a you. year of Financial Thank Peace you. University. You can pass that on or go back through it to stay motivated, a copy of the Total Money Makeover, and Dave's newest book, Baby Steps Millionaires. That's your all next right. chapter. So so proud of you guys. So glad you could come you. celebrate with us. You ready to do this thing? Yes. Well, yes. Yes. All right. It's Philip and Bethany from Jasper, Indiana. One hundred seventy-four thousand dollars paid off house and everything. Yes. Being weird, living like no <laughs> one right. else. Mm-hmm. In four years and ten months, making ninety-five all the way up to one hundred and fifty with those side hustles, crushing it. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream.
6: Three, two, one,
0: we're dead free.
6: Yeah!
2: Your weekends and evenings are once again yours. Congratulations.
0: Job well done. That is how it's done, and it's available for all of you listening out there. You can do this stuff. You gotta be willing to make the right sacrifices. This is the Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr. John Deloney. And it's crazy to say it out loud, but we're just a few weeks away from 2023. It's a brand new year, and I can't think of a better way to start it than investing in your relationships and making some new friends while you're at it. And uh, Dr. John specializes in friendship. It's uh, it's on his resume there. Dude, I've am i actually just
2: had a conversation with my wife the other night. It's like, man, after being on the road, I'll, I'll, I'll fall like... I'm pretty lonely guy right now. And she said, don't you talk about that a lot? And I was like, yeah, I need to be really intentional about friendships in the upcoming year.
0: Well, it's a great time to ask you, do you want to hang out tonight?
2: I got I got other oh, stuff. Yeah, I, I,
0: got figured, I figured yeah. had yeah, We'll it's, find another time. Uh, thanks, yeah, yeah, thanks it's all good. That. But really, it it's hard to make friends as an adult, but it's not impossible. It starts with a simple conversation, in, inviting your friends uh, over, go out to your favorite restaurant, or pick up the uh, one of the questions for humans decks, which are just going bananas right now when you've got different uh, decks for friends, girls' night, guys' night, dating, workplace, Christmas, you name it.
2: And there's uh, second editions on some of these decks. Yeah, um, we're notified by, by the by the printer. They're out of paper.
0: They just sold so many, they're like, they, they can't do this bananas. anymore. It's been
2: bananas. It's like nothing anyone could have they imagined. They must be
0: exhausted at that warehouse just making these things.
2: <laughs> it's pretty wild. Well, it's, yeah, it's
0: fun. fun. Uh, each deck, you know, every card's got a different kind of prompt, a question on it, and they're fun. They're going to spark some great stories, some great laughs, some deep conversation. Hey,
2: here's the here's the Friends second edition. Uh, here we go. Uh-oh. Manus.
0: Um this is assuming we're friends. When
2: this is us trying friendship out. When did you realize your parents had no idea what they were doing?
0: Oh gosh, they're probably listening to this show right now. So this right. scares me. Let's try, oh wow.
2: So you're still under their wing? I see that. Yeah, okay. well,
0: mom, mom's a big fan.
2: Uh, <laughs> all right. What's one song or album that makes you super nostalgic?
0: Oh, probably Coldplay's first album. Okay. With yellow on it. Why? Uh, I think because it was like, you know that time when, when music was actually special? Mm-hmm. You had to like download it illegally from LimeWire and you had to upload it to your iTunes and then put it on the iPod. And then you would just listen to it in your room. That's that's that album for me.
2: I thought that album would be the one that you saw on MTV and you thought, oh, I could get my pants to be way tighter than they so are. So much tighter. And uh, What was it for you? Uh, it would have to be the <laughs> I remember you. The song off the Skid Row album. It was the, um, it's got one of the greatest guitar solos of all time, and Sebastian Box sing. It, it, I just used to put it on repeat, and I would just listen to it and think, if I could ever get someone to love me this much, this much. And I've been married twenty years, and it's I'm still not, not there yet. No, not there yet. But man, that song, I remember you on the Skid Row record. Oh my gosh, Youth Gone Wild. Uh, yeah, that's I was strong. All about that record.
0: That's strong. Well, uh, there's there's many more cards. I mean, we could just take the whole show and do this, but America needs, needs help, John. So if you <laughs> want to check these out, uh, connection doesn't have to be awkward. Our friend Dr. John makes it easy with these decks. They're great conversation starters, and you can pick one up at RamseySolutions.com until they can't print anymore because they've apparently run out of card paper. That's so, right. There you go. And while you're there, we we mentioned this in the debt free screen. We've got this new live and give box. And today only we've marked it down to seventy-nine ninety-nine. And uh, part of the reason is it's one of the last days you can get it before in time for Christmas. So go check that out at ramseysolutions.com/slash box. It includes Financial Peace University, Total Money Makeover, and Dave's new book, Baby Steps Millionaires, all for just eighty bucks. That's a killer deal. All right, let's go to the phones. It's a free call at 888 825 Erica is hanging out in Indianapolis. Erica, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, what's going on?
5: Well, I was calling to hopefully get some advice about if there's any ideas on how to go from um, a double income, Our family, my husband and I, and I had to resign from my medical career about the end of 2020 um, due to a chronic illness in which they've um, finally diagnosed with Lyme disease.
2: Oh, man. So, so sorry. That's the worst.
5: It's a very hard thing. I don't know if in Indiana, I know it's a hard thing to get diagnosed with, but um, not a lot of doctors in the Midwest are familiar it's just very frustrating for and I feel so bad for my husband and my family for having to just, you know, work with me through that. So I was hoping, hoping to lighten his load because he had to take on all financial responsibility and be my caretaker. So I just wanted to run some things by you and see if you had any thoughts or ideas.
2: Go for it. Okay.
5: So basically my husband's at a, a salary job. He's international logistics, and he's about seventy thousand per year salary. And I was at about forty thousand when I worked my whole life. But now that's gone. Well, right before I got ill and had to resign, I ended up getting my first financed what I call a big girl car payment. Cause I always bought my own cars outright and never had a car payment. So it couldn't have come really at a worse time for me to, you know, buy a car, but I am paying $450 a month. And that is really, really hurting us. The 450 a month. And can I you still drive. For long. Yes, I can still drive. And we're actually down to one car right now. So, Okay. Car is important. What's your total debt?
2: How much How much do you owe? On the car? No, total. Or
5: just in general. What other debt do you have? Uh, my, uh, I have the car for 17. My husband has some credit cards. Nope. Listen, hey, you know hey, listen, more oh, hey, than
2: listen, 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 listen. You've already started talking this way throughout this call. So you and your husband are together. Y'all are one. Right. He said for sickness and, okay, and health. Okay, so 17 plus 10. Okay. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. yeah. so there's not yeah. his debt and your debt. There's not, now I'm a burden because he's got to take care of me. He gets the supreme honor of loving you in a time of need.
5: Okay. Well, that's a nice way of putting it. They you're you're not a burden. It's what he
2: it. signed up for, this exact moment. Does Is it fun? No. What, does he wish you are out running around and twirling circles in the yard or whatever? Yes. Yes. Is that reality right now? No. So don't rob from him right. Hit what he committed to do and walk around with this just shame all the time. Okay? okay. You are lucky to have somebody in your life yeah. who said, I'm all in on you. Y'all share these debts. And so together, y'all owe $27,000? Yes.
0: No other debt? That's it?
5: No, that's it. What is the
0: car worth? If you, if you sold it today let's say, in the private marketplace, what could you get
5: for it? Um, I am unsure of that because I've not looked into that. It's a 2018 Kia Optima.
0: Okay, that's Um, your next homework assignment because if you can sell this thing and get a cheap car that gets you around from A to B, well, that clears that 17 right there. Um, Hopefully, you have enough cash to pay for the next one if you can make a little profit off it. How much do you guys have in the bank? Do you have any savings?
5: No zero dollars exhausted all everything crap
0: okay let's get a thousand bucks in the bank as quickly as possible and that might mean your husband needs to take a side hustle for a short season so that we can clean up this mess but that will then get you down to just the credit cards 10k he's making 70 we clear up the credit card debt well then we could breathe a little bit right even on one income we could pay all of our bills correct and so that would be my next goal because we know and
5: what's hurting so, so much is the rent and the car payment together.
2: That's right. Um, and here's the deal that's your it. life is different now. And what I, I, this happens all the time. A major life incident happens somebody passes away, somebody gets sick, there's a, a job loss, and people want to continue with their life as it is and just try to incorporate this new this, this major life shift into their existing life. You have to own reality. Your life is different. So maybe you got to move. You got to downsize. Maybe you got to move to a different town. Maybe you'll got to move to a completely different state and community where you can afford the rent and make a little bit more money. You'll have to start there with real, real numbers and face reality head on.
0: Yeah, the sooner you can become debt-free with a pile of money in the bank, the sooner you have financial peace, and then we can learn to live in this new reality with one income. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to my co-host, Dr. John Deloney, all the guys in the booth keeping the show alive, and you, America. We would not do this show without our amazing listeners. We'll be back with you before you know it.